Hello, hello, my gorgeous girls or guys. Welcome back. It's your girl Alice, and I'm so glad you are tuning in to another episode of What the F Am I Doing? And today we're going to talk about self esteem and confidence. Two things that I used to struggle with a lot. I can't say that I don't struggle with it at all anymore, but I definitely have it in check, and I am definitely. So much more confident now, and I also have a much higher self esteem now than I did before. Before I dive into our conversation today, I just want to be super duper honest and transparent with you guys. I feel like the excitement of recording a podcast is kind of slowly fading for me, and <laughs> this is not unusual for me. It's actually quite typical of me to feel this way with most things that I try and dive into, which is the fact that, like, I have really brilliant ideas about doing certain things and then I go and do it. And then, after a good while of, you know, trying whatever it is that I'm doing out for a while, I start to kind of dread <laughs> doing it. And part of it comes from obviously not knowing. If I'm doing this right, or whether or not people actually like the stuff that I'm talking about today, but but another thing is that sometimes it's really hard to sit down and record and be super duper real because I want to make sure the format of my episodes are very cohesive and understandable and digestible. And I always want to organize it clearly so that you can listen to it without feeling like it's a chaotic mess. <laughs> but when when I need to make an episode where everything just flows and is so, I guess, perfect in a sense, it kind of takes away from allowing myself to kind of just sit down and chill out and actually enjoy the process of recording an episode. So. I'm just going to give you guys a, it's not even, I, I was almost going to say warning, which is so weird if I would were to actually say that. Anyways, what I meant to say is I'm just giving you guys a heads up that from now on, I really do want to try and bring it back to me as in just record in the style and the way that I feel more, most comfortable in rather than trying so hard to keep it really really strict and organized and yeah hopefully I won't lose some listeners because of this but if you're here I'm super grateful for you and let's get started. For those that don't know this podcast and the reason why I created this podcast is because I really want to have some really nice, honest conversations and, of course, introspective discussions with my fellow females and men out there about relational psychology with a dash of spirituality. And my intention for this podcast is, of course, to help you break up with your personal limitations and help you re heal relational trauma while at the same time reigniting your personal power. So... The topics that are going to be discussed in this specific episode today is we're going to start off with talking about, you know, what is self-esteem and what is confidence? 
And then we're going to go on and talk about how self-esteem and confidence are pretty much related. They go hand in hand with one another. And we're also going to touch on um, where low self-esteem even comes from and where confidence comes from. And then I'm going to end it off with, you know, how we can begin to build our self-esteem if we have low self-esteem and how do we embody genuine confidence and I'm going to teach you a better way than fake it till you make it because I've personally tried the fake it till you make it way and it works to a certain extent but really what I want to do here is help you actually embody to its fullest to your fullest extent on how to feel and be confident rather than trying to fake your way through it Because at the end of the day, you come back home and you still feel low confidence. That's not true confidence, right? And uh, of course, again, I have to disclaim all my episodes just by saying that I'm not a licensed therapist. I am not an expert in anything that I talk about here in my podcast. I'm just sharing my own personal experiences and what I've learned through my personal growth journey and hopefully by listening, you can learn a thing or two or you resonate with it and you will feel less alone in this world. So what is self-esteem? Self-esteem is pretty much your subjective perception of how you view your own personal worth. So it's, again, like I said, it's very subjective. It's based on your own personal view of how you see yourself in and how you see your worth and your deservingness. And confidence, confidence is different from self-esteem. Confidence is, and let me just say, confidence, I think a lot of people associate this with like a traditional sense of what confidence is, which is like, oh, like you don't care about what people think and like um, you're really comfortable with yourself. But here, when I talk about confidence, I'm actually talking about how sure you are or how much you can trust yourself in something and this type of confidence is what I think the root and the most authentic type of confidence that we want to build because I can say for a fact that I do know people who are very confident but they secretly still care a lot about what other people think which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But the confidence I really want to build and I want you to build is your own trust in yourself. That no matter what the situation is, no matter what you're facing in life, you can trust yourself to get through it and to work through it. So let's also talk about, you know, how self-esteem is related to confidence because when you think about it, how you view yourself, if you don't view yourself at a very high degree of worthiness or deservingness, obviously then it pretty much means that you don't have very much confidence in yourself because you probably can't, I'm sure for most people, you probably can't really trust yourself. And when I say trust yourself, I mean like trust yourself with with making decisions, trust yourself with, you know, how to discern whether or not this person is for you or against you. So confidence is 
like the less confidence you have in yourself pretty much then it kind of means the more the the more the less self-esteem <laughs> oh my gosh okay here <laughs> i'm not editing this out i'm leaving this in here i'm trying to explain it so that i don't confuse anyone but in the process of trying to not confuse anyone i'm confusing myself let me just say this one more time if you have low self-esteem i.e if you see yourself as unworthy or undeserving then naturally it also means that you have less confidence because you don't trust yourself there you go hopefully that makes sense <laughs> okay so then now you might ask well where does self-esteem even come from because this is really important you can't get to the root of anything if you have no idea where it comes from and from what I've studied within myself, within just observing the people around me who struggles with low self-esteem, um, it could come from a lot of different places. And one of them is um, narratives that other people have shared with you about yourself that you've naturally internalized as your own. So a, a pretty easy one for me is like a lot of people say that, you know, I'm a really sensitive person. And, you know, th there have been people that said, oh, you're so sensitive. Like you're just too sensitive, you know, and that narrative about me being too sensitive maybe was not said to me in a way that was meant to hurt me or was meant to mean it in a bad way, but maybe the way they said it sounded bad maybe the way they sounded sounded like they were trying to shame me and so therefore I internalized it in my own experience as oh that's a bad thing it's bad to be sensitive therefore like I have low confidence um, I have low self-esteem because now I'm seeing myself as oh sensitive people are not that great like it's not a good thing to be sensitive right so that's why I meant by, you know, narratives that other people have shared with you about yourself that now you've naturally internalized it as your own. The second one is your experience of how others have covertly or overtly reacted or responded to you as a person. Um, and I don't think I need to re-clarify this point, so I'm just going to move on to the next one is you notice how people treat you compared to how you know people treat somebody else so that comparison of you you seeing how other people treat you versus how you treat other people it can also be where your low self-esteem um, comes from and the last one is you know how you perceive yourself internally um Oftentimes we are the worst critic of ourselves and we see our own flaws and we drill it into our minds how awful our flaws are or how obvious our flaws are. And that can definitely contribute to um, low self-esteem. So on the other end of that is, well, we want to also ask like, you know, where does confidence come from then? And again, in this particular situation, I'm talking about a different type of confidence. I'm not talking about the traditional sense of confidence here. And I personally believe that confidence really comes from 
practicing doing things that you fear or putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and then coming out of those experiences more trusting of yourself to get through them. Confidence to me has more to do with how much you can actually trust yourself more than about um, you know how you how good you are at something and I do do want to mention that confidence and competence builds on top of each other so the more confident you can be or the more um, the more trusting you are with yourself the more competence you can build in relying on yourself to build confidence Okay, so that was a big doozy there. I don't know if you understood what I meant, but if you have questions, definitely feel free to get in contact with me. You know, I can always clarify this in a separate episode if need be. Now let's move on to talking about, you know, really the the, the biggest part of this episode that we're really going to dive into is... You know, how can we possibly learn to build our low self-esteem and actually embody genuine confidence? Because I'm telling you, fake it till you make it will only get you so far. And even if you are really good at faking it till you make it, you still will not genuinely feel confident in your body. So again, I do want to repeat that, you know, most people have this traditional idea that confidence and self-esteem is about seeing yourself at being like the best at something right or oh if she's a confident and has high self-esteem it means that she's pretty much almost perfect or she outshines everybody and that she never seems to fail or she, she doesn't really get embarrassed by herself and although this all can be true the type of confidence and self-esteem that I want to focus on really is more about sustainable confidence and sustainable self-esteem that really will empower you at the end of the day even when no one is watching and you're really just reflecting it on your own. At the end of the day it's all about knowing that you have your back no matter what and um I'm just going to, I'm just trying to read what I just wrote about this point. Okay. Yeah. So, um, see, this is, this is the thing that I wish I could cut out, but then I'm not cutting it out because I just, there's, I, sometimes I write so much and I'm just like, why the fuck did I write so much when I can't even like really talk about it in my podcast clearly oh okay so what I was okay what I wanted to also touch on is like the fact that like we're gonna get to the tips trust me we're gonna get to the tips but I just want to bring this up as well so confidence and high self-esteem is really like being able to laugh with yourself and at yourself through embarrassing moments right like that's true confidence right there or being able to get back up and try again even if you fail at something it's also it also means like you can move on easily if someone rejects you not being like you can be afraid of being rejected but you will not let that rejection keep you down 
pretty much I'm just like listing out like all the examples of what to me what a truly confident and high self-esteem person really looks like right and another one is like knowing that even though you aren't perfect like it's okay to have the flaws that you have and it's okay not to be the best version of yourself 24 7. Another like the last very the last point I do want to mention is like just because other people like is better than you at something or maybe just something about them is inherently better than you. Honestly, at the end of the day, that does not take away from the possibility of you having it or of you being able to attain it. And also doesn't mean that you will never be able to like achieve it. So what I'm saying is like a lot of true confidence and self-esteem comes from like just realizing that we need to freaking get rid of our lack and scarcity mentality. That is the thing that cripples so many people. Like we always think like the reason why there's competition is because we always think that, you know, someone has it better than us or maybe someone has something that we want so badly and that because they have it, somehow we don't have it or because they have these characteristics. It means that it's not possible for us to have these characteristics or skills. And that's just not true. There's so much to go around for everyone. You get to create your own path. And as long as you're putting in the work to, you know, work on yourself and accept yourself fully as you are while simultaneously working on yourself, then you will always be able to achieve and obtain and succeed in the way that you see success or you see um, abundance. Okay, so I went on a little tangent there, but we're all good. Now let's talk about some tips. What are some tips that I can give you right now that you can do pretty much any time, like literally right now? You can start doing these as soon as we get off this episode. Um, okay, so tip number one looks like exercising our self-trust muscle. And you might think like, well, I, I, I didn't know we had a self-trust muscle. Yeah, girl, you do. And <laughs> it's somewhere in your mind, I think. <laughs> I don't where it is. I literally have no idea. But let's just say it's somewhere in your brain in some of your neurons. And self, a self-trust muscle is something that like, oh gosh, I wish they could teach these things in school. Like, in like elementary school even in high school like these would have been such great topics to like for teachers to teach people because I think a lot of people don't have self-trust and your low your low confidence and your low self-esteem a lot of it comes from not being able to trust yourself and practicing or exercising self-trust or you know, practicing and exercising your self-trust muscle looks like practice doing things that you're afraid of or you feel uncomfortable with doing. Um, I mean, I think I've shared this in my previous episode already, but like one of my 
biggest, biggest fears is like doing anything by myself alone. Because number one, I think people are going to judge me for it and they're going to pity me. They're going to think that I look retarded. They like think I have no friends. They think I look stupid. Whatever the case may be, I just, I've always avoided being, trying to do things by myself because it just feels better when there's someone else you can do it with. But this summer, or sorry, last summer, I, after my ex and I broke up, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to practice my self-trust muscle and I'm going to start learning how to face my fears little by little. And one thing that I was challenging myself every week was I want to do something outside, outside of my house by myself, with myself. What can I do today to challenge that and to overcome it? And one of them was by going to a rave by myself. Another one was driving all the way because I live um, in Richmond and North Vancouver is like quite far. So one of my challenges was, okay, I'm going to drive to North Vancouver and visit a metaphysical shop by myself. And that was very challenging and it was very daunting, but I still did it. And the the feeling you get after doing something that you're afraid to do and then like actually doing it even though you're scared shitless and then coming out of that experience you just feel so much more love and appreciation and courage for yourself and I I swear I I probably gave myself a pat on the back the whole day after that (laughs) after that experience and it was it's sometimes it's like the compounding of those experience time and time and time again when you start to notice that you can truly rely on yourself and you can truly feel fulfilled and gratitude for yourself no matter what the situation is. Another tip in how you can build your self-trust muscle is by holding yourself accountable for the things that you say to yourself i.e. hold yourself accountable the things you say to yourself like Today, I want to make sure that I clean my room. And then, for example, you go to work, you come back from work and you're like, fuck, I'm so tired. I don't want to clean my room anymore. And you literally don't clean your room and you start watching Netflix. That, my friends, is not a great way to practice your self-trust muscle because your brain will pretty much pick up what you don't do, right? So, Initially, you you had told your brain that okay, Alice, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this today. And when the time comes and you don't do it, you'll your brain will pick up and will be like, okay, I guess Alice, whatever Alice says to herself is not that important because she never actually pulls through and does it. So whatever Alice says, we don't need to take it like seriously we don't need to actually give too much shits about it which is why a lot of times if you start to notice this is like when you keep promises to yourself and you don't follow through with those promises it will like kind of bleed into every part of your life whether it be your work life your friendship life life with yourself life with your partner every time you turn your back on something you say to yourself that you promised yourself you would do Every time you turn your back on it, you're telling your brain again and again, I don't care about what I say to myself. I'm not important. What I say to myself is not important. And that's how you become less confident in yourself because you can't trust yourself as much anymore. And that's 
also how you start to have low self-esteem because you start to pretty much you don't see the worth in the words you say to yourself and because you don't see the worth in your words everything you say becomes bullshit your own words to yourself becomes bullshit all right Another way we can practice our self-trust muscle is by making decisions and then learning to take the like learning to be able to experience the consequences of our decisions, whether our decisions are good or bad. I know so many people in my life who struggle with indecision about like the most basic things. Like you go into a coffee shop and you're like, oh, do I want to get a caramel macchiato today or do I want a frappuccino? And you're between these two things and you just can't seem to decide because both things sound amazing to you, but there's consequences of choosing one or the other. And even though the consequences are so small and really not that important or crazy, sometimes we get so, so crippled by indecision. And a lot of times these indecisions really comes from not practicing making decisions and then learning to experience the consequences of those decisions. I'm not saying that like we need to like go make a lot of decisions right now and like (laughs) practice having like bad consequences about all the decisions that we end up making. But I'm just saying that like practicing that self-trust muscle is like it's okay to be afraid to make a decision about something and not know what where that decision is going to take you whether or not this decision is going to be a great benefit to you or not or if it's just going to be a complete disaster but learning to make and having like practicing making bunch of decisions for yourself rather than relying on other people to make decisions for you or relying on tarot card readings or a psychic or even just like I don't know any any ways you try to make decisions that are not based on your own decisions is not good for you it's, it's not good practice for your self-trust muscle and it's not going to help you build a higher self-esteem or confidence Okay, that was that was a mouthful. So just tying everything together in terms of all of that, like when you start to repeat these things on your own, like these little self-trust muscle practices, which is, again, practicing doing things that you're afraid of. Number two is like holding yourself accountable for the things you say to yourself that you're going to do. And three, learning to make decisions on your own without relying on somebody else to make decisions for you. The more you repeat and you do these things, the more that you're showing your mind that no matter what situation comes up and shows up for you, that at the end of the day, you can trust yourself to go through it. And whether or not you feel like shitty going through it or not, that's a whole separate thing. But you know what? It's okay to feel shitty sometimes, right? Like not every decision we make is going to be a good decision. And not everything that like we feel like we want to do, can we do it without like feeling scared, right? Like there's so many things that I've wanted to experience in my life that I decided to not experience because I'm I was too scared to. And honestly, like the more you kind of hold yourself back in that way, the more the less you are 
going to be the less you are going to be able to experience life to its fullest and the less you can actually enjoy yourself while in the process of it so again it doesn't mean that when you do scary things or you know when you put yourself in these awkward or uncomfortable situations that you're not going to feel shy embarrassed or even like anxious about it all these things are okay and it's normal for you to feel that way but what I really think that we need to do is accept ourselves for, you know, all the physiological bodily emotions and feelings that show up for us, but still do it anyways, you know, like, let's keep our life a little bit spicy. Because, you know, life is, life can be kind of mundane sometimes. And if you, if you're not, like, not to say, like, you're always supposed to be living your life on the edge, but like, sometimes, you know, you want to be on the edge just a little bit to keep life a little bit interesting. And at the end of the day, honestly, like, you are all you have. So does it really, really matter whether or not someone thinks you look stupid or funny or retarded or I don't know, like, like, does it really matter what anybody else thinks? I mean, as much as we like to say that, you know, it doesn't matter. I know we all secretly think that it matters. But honestly, if you look at the grand scheme of things, you look up at the stars at night and look at how big the world is, how big the universe is and how small you really are. It's like, honestly, nobody else's opinion matters. And as long as and like it, it's it's not even about like showing off that you're a confident person but actually genuinely feeling it in your body and being like yes like i'm all for me and i'm so proud of me each and every single day that i learn to show up and practice all these self trust stuff for myself because you know when we leave this earth we will be leaving by ourselves like our partners are not going to leave with us right our family members are not going to leave with us I don't know why this just started getting really really sad and depressing but I'm just saying I'm just saying anyways um okay so before I give you a take-home assignment okay (laughs) sounds like homework but it's not I promise it's not um I do want to say that if you've enjoyed this episode so far please give me a review on whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts I would love love a nice glowing review if if you can um and of course send in any questions or suggestions that you may have um, because I'm always curious and I do want to um, provide good value and content for you guys every week Um, And if you know somebody else that, you know, kind of are into the same type of conversations we talk about here on this episode, make sure you share it with your friends, your family, or your Insta stories. And I do also have one-on-one coaching available. The first session is complimentary. And the link for that, as well as the question and suggestions, is going to be in the show notes. All right. So... Let's kind of tie everything up and I'm going to give you guys a challenge this week. And my challenge to you this week is really start to notice and look at your life and ask yourself, you know, what are some things that you've been avoiding for a while now? Um, Something maybe that you wanted to try out, like maybe go to a Pilates class or um, maybe you've wanted to start a project of some sort like 
for example, like me getting into podcasting. You know, it's so cute. I um I found out one of my uh coworkers, Nevada, if you're listening, love you, girl. Um, she was telling me that she's been she's been wanting to start a podcast for a while now. And, but she just like hasn't gone to it. And I'm like, girl, what the fudge? I'm definitely inviting her on a podcast episode one day. Just don't know when yet. But girl, you better be starting your podcast too. Anyways, so that's, that's one thing you can start doing. So like really start to notice like what is it? Like what is one thing, right? We, we don't have to do like multiple things at a time because that is quite daunting to be honest just look at your life right now, where you are in your life right now. What is one thing that you've been avoiding because either you're too nervous to start it or you're too scared or you feel like you're not competent enough to start it? Just choose one thing and ask yourself, what is about what is it about this one thing that I'm so afraid of? Is it because I'm scared of judgment? Is it because I'm scared I'm not going to be good at it? And once you have those questions come to mind, give yourself a pat on back and say, it's okay. It's okay to feel nervous. It's okay to be scared about doing these things. But do we want to stay where we are right now? Or do we want to expand ourselves and become the best version ourselves today? Because you can do this literally right now. If you really wanted to, you can do it right now. And Honestly, at the end of the day, once you do that one thing, it's like everything else seems to become easier and easier with time, right? So, I mean, I can give you a really, really simple example, right? So, I've been wanting to go to this new gym for a while now. There's this new gym that opened up near somewhere in my city. And it's like a bougie kind of gym where like if you go there, you're either like really, really into fitness and you're like you have like a bomb ass body or like you've like probably competitively, I don't know, been a part of some sort of um, program and stuff like that for fitness. And I've been wanting to go for a while now, but I've been so scared because I feel like when I go there, I'm going to look weak as fuck. I'm not going to look like, you know... I won't have like a nice body to show off or whatever. And people, people are going to look at me with my weights and I'm going to look like I don't, it'll look like I never lift a weight in my lifetime because compared to them, like I'm such a, such a newbie, right? But I'm this week or next week, I haven't decided yet, depends on my calendar, but I'm going to challenge myself to fucking go to that gym and just scope it out and just be like, you know what? who the fuck cares? Even if I had a plate land on my face, I don't care because at the end of the day, if I go, I know coming out of that experience, I'm going to be like, yes, I got my back. Like I actually did what I was going to say that I actually did what I say I was going to do. And I came through and I did it anyways, even though I was scared, even though I was scared I was going to embarrass myself, I still came out of that experience. And it's these little mini practices that you do time and time and again reinforced over and over again that you can now tell your mind or it's not you telling your mind but it's like your mind noticing and realizing that oh hey Alice says she was going to go do this and she actually did it and even though she was scared shitless doing it she still came out of it like 
perfectly fine. So next time we can trust her to do it again, right? And that's how you practice your self-trust muscle. And that is exactly how you build higher self-confidence and real genuine confidence. Yay. Okay. So I'm always so happy like nearing the end of my episodes because I feel like it's like a mini accomplishment. And you know what? Today's podcast recording and filming this was a promise I gave myself. And girl, let me tell you, I was so close to not doing this today because I'm just like, it's the weekend. I just don't want to record but I still came through for myself and I am so proud of myself right now and okay pretty much all I want to say at the very end is just that please 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 be excited for next week's episode because we are gonna dive deep and talk about some of the red flags to watch out for in female friendships and how to deal with them your girl has some pretty bad like like not even low-key like high-key bad female friendships in the past and I just really want to share with you what I've learned from those experiences and hopefully help you better just better discern your relationships with other females and yeah I think that's all I have to say for this one anyways I'll talk to you guys soon and thank you again so much for tuning in talk to you guys next time